0: Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Camp Thigh Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network.
1: The Western Swing Authority brought in the authority on Western Swing. Here's a little Ray Benson. You've got to dance with who brung you, swing with who swung you. Don't be a fickle fool. If you came here with a gal who has always been your past, That's me. Don't you leave her for the first unattached girl that just ain't cool. You gotta dance where they brung you Swing where they swung you Life ain't no 40-yard dance No, no Be in it for the
2: long run In the long run you'll have more fun If you dance with who brung you to the back
3: I had a friend from Texas really had some style He sang good old western swing and drove them wild uh-huh.
1: That a talent scout from Vegas said, "Boy, dress and sing this way." Oh,
3: hey.
4: In
1: one short year, he broken in in L.A. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you gotta dance with your brung you, swing with your swung you. Life ain't no forty-yard I That's what I said. Be in it for the long run. In the long run, you'll have more fun if you dance with your brung you to the bad Oh yeah.
3: You gotta be real careful what you wish for, cause you just might get the hold on.
4: What you want is really
1: something you can use Or you might wind up out there just singing the blues Yeah, you gotta dance with who brung you Swing with who swung you Life ain't no 40-yard dance Be in it for the long run In the long run you'll have more fun If you dance with the brung you Swing with you, swung you, yeah, dance with you, bring you to the band.
0: The Western Swing Authority with Mr. Ray Benson accompanying to kick things off on this Thursday morning for the Campfire Cafe. From Nashville, Tennessee, I'm your host, Gary Holt. And joining me in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our lovely co-host, Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning, Bobby.
5: Good morning, Gary. Have you got your valentines in the mail?
0: I don't have anyone to send a valentine to. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Oh, isn't
0: that sad? Okay,
5: ladies listening out there, you better all be sending Gary a little Facebook Valentine's Day (laughs) message. (laughs) I get ready. Uh,
4: <laughs> I get. I'll get ready. I'll get ready. What about you?
0: What 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 uh, is Jim doing for you for Valentine's?
5: Well, he brought me a beautiful bouquet of flowers yesterday. So we're already celebrating. You know, Valentine's Day and Christmas are two two um, holidays that we celebrate every day in this house.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: that's so special. That is so
5: special.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, Valentine is a special time of the year, and uh, I I know a lot of folks are doing things special for their sweethearts. We're going to be celebrating Valentine today because we won't be on the air tomorrow, but we have a very special guest that's joining us to help us celebrate Valentine, and who would that be?
5: Oh, my goodness. We have Royal Wade Kimes standing by, whose voice is as smooth as, let's see, smooth as Kentucky bourbon. (laughs) I I like
4: that. I like that.
5: We're going to have a great
0: time visiting with Royal Wade Kimes today on the Campfire Cafe. But let's listen to a song from our romantic crooner joining us today. This is one that Wade did called Always On My Mind. We'll be back in just a moment when we visit with Royal Wade Kimes on the Campfire Cafe.
2: always <laughs> Girl,
6: it's
2: deep. I think about you all the time You're Always always on my mind I need you in my life All my days and nights You're the missing part to my heart I swear I'll make you happy if you'll be mine You're always on
6: my mind
1: This love
2: I feel for you is real I think about you all the time You're always on my mind
5: And Legacy Radio Network, and thank you for turning your online radio on on this World Radio Day. We just heard Royal Wade Kimes, "Always on My Mind" from his CD "Love of a Cowboy." Today's guest, Royal Wade Kimes, a descendant of Ozark Mountain bank robbers, was born a cowboy riding the rugged mountain range on the border of Arkansas and Oklahoma. The range was closed and he left for Nashville. Kimes started out as a songwriter. His endeavors garnered platinum and gold records from the likes of Garth Brooks, Diamond Rio, Gene Watson, and others. Now a nationally known recording artist, he continues to write and perform songs that speak directly to the heart. George Pendon, writing for Country Music Online, says, Kimes writes with a keen honesty and a sharp ability to paint and share lyrics, of hurt and heartache spirited horses and lonely trails crooked bad guys and white hats that save the day his style is passionate caring and focused he's a long hauler one who loves the journey rather than the destination wade's discography includes 14 cd projects and i believe there may be a new one on the way He's been honored by the Academy of Western Artists with two Will Rogers Awards, and True Magazine named him 2011's Best Living Western Solo Musician. With a voice, as I said, as smooth as Kentucky bourbon, lyrics that tell stories, paint pictures, and honor our nation's history, Wade shares his passion for life and love through his books, videos, and music. A true believer in the need to preserve and promote Cowboy Country Music, Royal Wade Times founded the Pro-Cowboy Country Artist Association, and a third nationally TV broadcast award show is planned for later this year. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe, the Gentleman Outlaw, whose music, lyrics, and voice will steal your heart. Royal Wade Times. Welcome, Wade.
2: Hello. How is everybody? I'm doing good. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I listen uh, to listen to all, to all that. I don't know how I did all that.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I was listening to that song. It just went down and and I wasn't listening to to my vocal. I was listening to the background singers. I had, uh, I call them the Royal airs. I had, uh, one of the Jordan Airs on that. And then I had wow. two of my guys out of the studio and we, uh, on my band and we put that together and I came over that, that little, <laughs> yeah. I came up with that, and, and so we put that in the background. So I'm sitting there listening, and I think, man, that wasn't too bad. That's pretty good. Yeah,
6: that's no, good. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah. They, yeah. they did good yeah. on
2: that. But we, caught, we yeah. got to call ourselves the Royal Airs in there. <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: Well, when I got ready to do the show for Valentine's Day, there were only uh-huh. two people that came to mind to be guests. And you were the first one I called, and so glad you could be with us today.
2: Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I I'm, I'm, couldn't wait to get here. Yeah, it is going to be fun. <laughs> it is going to be yeah, fun. Yeah,
5: you haven't been with us in a while.
2: That's yeah, been quite a while. I, uh, yeah. i not
5: been, been uh, longer than I thought. Gosh,
2: <laughs> my, yeah, I've been gone a, a long time, you know, touring and doing all the things I do. And I and just hadn't had that time to stop long enough to look up, Harley, and just this new adventure we're on right now is, uh, it's causing a lot of this we are I'm doing interviews and different things with everybody and it's been a lot of fun. So I couldn't wait to do this. Well, glad to have you with us. So
0: why don't you tell us a little bit about this tour that you started last year and are continuing this year? Because that's, that's a pretty cool deal.
2: Yeah. Um, I started the, uh, what's called the boot dust, uh, solo tour and, uh, it was all by kind of accident. Um, or maybe it was god uh but anyway i i was off for about three or four weeks there i didn't have anything to do and i thought you know what i play a little little show up the road here it's not that far from my actually from my ranch out in arkansas and and i thought i I might play that so i i called him up myself didn't let my agent guy that i use i I got a a man a woman that books me and so i said look i said. you think I could go do that? And he said, well, you're not doing anything anyway. So I went up there and thought I'd book myself for 20 minutes and got up there and found out I was doing a two hour show. Yeah. (laughs) Wasn't nothing but but me and a guitar between them and the audience. (laughs) And uh, so I'm thinking, well, all right, uh, you know what? Uh, I've got the material and maybe I can pull this off, but I've never seen that really done. So, um, got out there and I, I couldn't believe the reaction to the crowd. It was like nothing I'd ever experienced, and I've experienced a lot of crowds from fifty to seventy-five thousand people at a time. And uh, but uh, that was different, and it was something I really liked. Uh, they just sat there so enthralled, and so I, I, mean, they wouldn't get up to even leave for that two hours. To they didn't want to go to restaurants, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I mean, I'd see them run back and. So I thought, all right, this, let's find out about this. So I called my agent. I said, "Hey, you got have one of these little shows I could do somewhere?" I said, well, "We got to see if this was a fluke, and it wasn't. <laughs> it happened again. The people won't leave when the show's over; they just sit there. And and that was what really struck home to me was they're they're still caught up in the show. In fact, uh, Jim Schuller's wife over in Henry, Oklahoma. They, I did a show for them last year. That was part of the tour." And um she said that they pulled me to the side uh and they said to me, they said, Do you know what's happening out here in this audience? I said, Well no, nah, I think I do, but I'd like to hear your take and she said, Well what's happening is everyone's getting lost in the show and that's why they just sit there. They don't leave, they just sit there and caught up in it. So we've been doing it. It uh it got named uh solo event of the year last year and and uh by a bunch of the different venues and so we uh, we're keeping this up, uh, getting it's just we're getting calls for it, and and I'm loving the reaction to it. And as long as it stays like that, we we'll keep doing it.
0: Well, that's great. That is great.
5: Well, you know, I, I, can I just jump in for a second? Because yeah. the last time I got to see you, Wade, of course, um, with your wife, it was so wonderful. We were at Barbara Records, and um, we oh, met yeah. you at the radio station there and then she hosted you uh, in her backyard, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and um, you're you're so emotive, and you connect so warmly with the audience. I think we may have been a little smaller than what you're talking about, but there wasn't anybody there that wanted to move. We were all glued in our chairs and connected to you. You have this wonderful ability to just reach right out to the audience, and, um, mm-hmm. and I have wow. felt that every time I've seen you live in a small venue um, that may, you know, in a bigger crowd, you're not, you're not there. Maybe the people in the front row get, get too, um, to have that privilege. <laughs>
6: but <laughs> I, don't know. Um, I it's, would uh, say to
5: any listeners, if you can see Royal Wade comes up close and personal, it's a memory you will never forget. I
2: appreciate that. Well, um, it, it is a lot of it is a lot of fun and I love the, what I'm really liking is that the people are getting what I wanted to convey to them. They're actually getting that. And, and it's, I know because now they're telling me and, uh, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, I, I do this for them. I mean, and that's the truth. I mean, I do it for them. Uh, the business models changed so much. You better be doing it for them. And, uh, but, uh, as long as you know, I'm getting the reactions I'm getting now from this, and and I've done some thousand seaters you know, fifteen hundred seaters and and I'm getting the same reaction. It's just quiet. I mean, between songs or between the lines, I've even on purposely paused and I do a three beat between just to see what's happening out there, and it's just as quiet as a Monday night church, <laughs> and uh, and then and then I hit it again. So, yeah.
0: Oh uh, that's good. Well I I tell you, I had much rather see an artist perform in a small venue than in a large stadium or uh, mm-hmm. auditorium. I mean it just you, well, you I, just yeah. feel like you're connecting. You feel like you're connecting Well
2: you are connecting. The other the other's a big party. Uh I mean them big shows I've done my I think the biggest one I headlined for was sixty eight thousand and uh it was a big party, but I do have to say they did humble me because that last song I done uh, well, It was powerful And I got a 68,000 stand ovation And they just wouldn't sit down And that's pretty powerful in its own right But, yeah, but I do idiot. like to do this Yeah, but I do like to do the smaller shows Really I mean, I like that one-on-one feed, uh, feed there It's, you know, I just know what's happening And, and, it's, and that's awesome Yeah, yeah
0: well, I want to play another song. It's one called Dust on My Heart because this is our Valentine's show today. And we're going to play uh-huh. a lot of a lot of romantic songs from Royal Wade Kimes. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll see how many of the ladies are melting out there during this. <laughs> but,
6: uh, <laughs> we're going to do that. We'll be right
0: back and talk with Wade Kimes in just a minute on the Campfire Cafe. <laughs>
2: I just stay to myself anymore Wishing for those nights when I was yours Been no one else since we've been apart If you don't believe me, take a look There's dust on my heart
6: When you left, I put my heart away
2: I live in memories of yesterday I'm like a book left on a shelf Forgotten in the dark And only you can wipe away The dust on my heart
0: who is our special guest today as we celebrate this Valentine's. And, um, Wade, how do you go about writing these romantic love songs? Do you sit down and say, well, I'm going to write a romantic love song today, or does something trigger it, or, or
2: how do you go well, about I, that? Well, really, Gary, what, the trick on that is is that if you've got the hook, which is the title, if you've got a good enough hook, that song will write itself, if you know what you're doing. And uh, just let it let it flow, let it write itself. Just don't get in its way. That's one thing that guitar pickers have a problem with when they're writing songs. A lot of them, I'd say the biggest majority of them, because I've written with several guitar pickers, and a couple of them, I've just said to them, I said, look, let's just hold up here a minute. It, it, stop the picking and start writing. And, you know, you get to writing notes, and you need to be writing songs. And uh,
6: mm-hmm.
2: so so that you just got to let the song write itself and it will if the title's there if the hook's there and dust on my heart my goodness all you had to do is just describe what was going on with that and uh it just wrote itself i think it's written in about 20 30 minutes or so and uh, wow you know most of the songs i write i write if, I, if it takes me longer than an hour and a half to write a song, I'll trash it. I mean, it's very seldom I don't. It's got to really have some kind of a strong, strong f- verse in it or I, for me not to trash it after an hour and a half because it's, you're starting to force something. Yeah. And if you're forcing it, it probably wasn't there to begin with. And uh, so you've got to have a title that's strong enough that you can write a whole song around.
0: So do you do you actually trash them or do you put them aside
2: somewhere and then maybe come back I to it? I just them up and throw them in the trash can. <laughs> really wow <laughs> yeah i, wanna, I
6: don't
2: want to look at it again <laughs> if it, it didn't come together <laughs> let's rock and roll son let's go to the next one <laughs> I, used to uh, write,
6: okay.
2: I used to write three songs a day when i was a staff writer in nashville i'd write three a day and i knew one of them was gonna be a killer i don't know what the other two were gonna be <laughs> but uh but i'd always write at least one song a day that i knew was a hit you know and and then the other two probably could be, but uh, I knew one of them was going to be. And, yeah, uh, no, I just uh, I don't usually ever go back to nothing. It usually wouldn't pan out. I mean, back in the day when I was younger, when I first started in the business, I mean, I guess maybe I probably went back to a time or two, and I remember it didn't pan out. So, you just you know, you start forcing it. And the title wasn't, the hook wasn't there enough, and you just got to go on. But main thing is get in and get out and uh yeah as a little song like songwriter's tip here you know nashville's got this reason why everything sounds like they got this nashville formula and it's first first course bridge course out and uh they all sound alike i mean i don't care who you put on that song it's going to sound the same and and my songs won't do that it's uh i don't know what the next one is you're going to play but it probably won't be the same progression it'll be a different it may start with a and no tell what to start with they could start with a channel with me Instead of a verse Well, start with a chorus But
0: Yeah Yeah well the next I, song We're going to play is Healer of Hearts How did you How did you write Healer of Hearts I love this song <laughs> Well
2: uh, I just got to thinking uh, I don't know if I remember this Very vividly I got to thinking You know I re Whew, Boy it's hard to talk about uh, I seen a man In Kentucky I had 5,000 people stand out there. This was open air deal.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And I hit one of them songs of mine, and this man was about six foot two or three, big guy. And he immediately just dropped to his knees right there in the crowd and just went to crying. Oh, wow. And so I thought, you know, that's what I am. I'm a healer of hearts. That's what I do. I I heal people's hearts with these songs. That's what I was uh, relating to there while I earlier. It's right. I know what I'm doing for these people and that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And, uh, and so, um, the lady walked up to him and, uh, and said, are you all right? He said, yes, but he said that song, it just brought everything back to me. And, uh, it really helped it. So wow, that's what it's about, you know, it's, it's touching the people. And, uh, so I knew I was a healer of hearts from, I guess, from that day forward, but I finally decided I'd write about it and, then we did that video around it, and we could show the different people who needed that. You know, right. like one guy, that sergeant, and he's sitting there at that grave, and then he comes by there, and he hears me singing, and then, you know, he, he gets through it. And then there's this girl sitting in a bed, and she's got a black eye, and and I'm basically a ghost there, and, and her boyfriend comes in. He's going to beat her up again. I grab his hand, and he can't see me, and and uh, but the song's still going to heal her hearts. And um uh, and so that's just what it's about is healing up the heart. That's
0: what well that's, that's what we yeah, and that's yeah, and that's so true because there are so many different ways that people heal hearts. You know, different types of pain and, and
2: uh different is, sufferings, but, you know that people are going through. God gives God gives you all of that, Gary. I mean everything I do I give God the credit. Uh and when it's all said and, and washed out it's God that healed the heart, but he used you to do it.
6: Well,
2: let's take a listen to Healer of Hearts and come back and talk
0: more with Royal Wade Kimes as we celebrate Valentine's today on the Campfire Cafe. <laughs>
2: your broken heart as your world Falling apart I'll sing for you That's what I do
6: A healer of hearts Is what they call me
2: A sentimental fool Memories the way it was sometimes can't be the healer's
6: hearts gets a heart free.
2: guitar, young and old, tip my fruit job. don't know their names, but I see the pain, the healer of hearts is what
6: they call me.
5: Your history I know Eddie Arnold had um, a huge impact on you do you want to share a little bit about how you met him and 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 a little bit about that relationship
2: okay. yeah he uh I met him just right out on the street um in Brentwood Tennessee and I was wearing my hat like I always do and that kind of intrigued him and and I've been trying to get in the business and I was sleeping in my truck and didn't have any place to stay I mean I'd become pretty homeless and but I had a really nice truck, and uh, <laughs> but, uh, I was sleeping in my truck and sleeping in a good district. Brentwood was a rich district, and so. Uh, but anyway, I, I met him there on the street, and uh, I thought, well, you know what, if I'm ever going to do it, I better do it now because I've been there two years and nothing was happening in Nashville, and I still wasn't giving it up. And, and uh, so I said, Mr. Arnold, I said, look, i said I I like to talk to you. I said, I don't want anything. I just need you to tell me something, but I don't want nothing from you. And he said, All right. He said, Why don't you come down after Christmas? And I <laughs> said, All right, I'll do that. And uh, so I did, and I handed him this little raggedy tape, and I was embarrassed, but he took it and he played just a little of it. and He looked around at me and he said, Who is that singing? And I said, Well, that's <laughs> me. And so he picks up the phone and he calls a guy down at uh, A. Rose, which is old Wesley Rose outfit, and. That's right. where the old Hank Williams catalog is, and and uh, a guy named Jerry Typer, who was a legend in his own right, and he said, uh, Jerry said, I'm sending the boy down there to you. He said now he ain't just nobody. He said, you listen to this boy. I didn't know what to think. There was two legends in one day, and I had I couldn't get past birthplace, <laughs> you know,
6: <laughs> or get to it. And uh, mm-hmm.
2: so uh, I went down there and met Mr. Typer, and and Typer uh, he said, you go back up there and you tell Eddie that uh, he and I. We're gonna work on your dream while you work on reality, and I'm thinking, man, what's reality now? I've done met two giants. I'm sleeping in my truck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but uh, so then Eddie asked me, he said, "Do you think you can sell cars?" And I said, "Well, boy, that's the last thing I wanted to do. I couldn't get a job, you know, but I really didn't want to be a car salesman either. Although it turned out to be all right." And I, I said, "Well, yeah, I sold a mule one time." He said, "Well, if you can sell it, <laughs> I love this." He said, "If you can sell a mule." you can sell a car
6: and I said <laughs> all right
2: all right and he got me a job and then I started selling cars and while he was working on helping me get in the get it going and at noon I'd go and write songs with Garth Brooks and and I'd skip lunch and just come back to work and it was a rough go but we made it work and uh, Eddie and I became really close and uh, I mean really close and I'd work with him every day and I don't know how many songs I demoed and cut and and sung for him and brought them back in there and and if he and he'd always turn his head sideways when he did that I was done, it didn't didn't work yet. Didn't and work. I'll Never forget one. No, and I, about eight years of that, and uh, oh, wow. well I just couldn't get one by, him. and that's what made me when I when he got done with me, I was better than I would have ever been because he honed my made me hone that vocal, and he he made me a better singer and the writing came to me naturally anyway. And, and he, he, I had the voice. He just made it better. He made me reach and mm. go further than I probably would have done. And I'll never forget when he gave me that green light, he said, you're ready. What he meant was I didn't have to worry about who was in front of me or behind me. And, uh, wow. and I don't. So, and it's all him. I, I when, um, when I got married, he was supposed to be my best man. And, uh, He couldn't be. He ended up having to go to Reno. So instead of we got married, and (laughs) we flew to Reno, and he had a sweet wait notice, and when we opened up the doors, it was the whole bed was covered with roses and and a bottle of the highest dollar wine you could get.
6: (laughs) He
2: he was quite the gentleman.
0: Oh,
6: gosh.
0: Well, I had met he and his wife a few times. We used to eat at the same little meet-and-three in Brentwood. and. uh uh, and and I, I will never forget one night his wife said something to the effect like this would really be a nice restaurant if they would just get curb service, you know, so you could valet par- <laughs> valet parking I think she said valet
4: parking
0: yeah. is what right. she said. But the, the thing that was impressive was that um, uh, Eddie Arnold owned half of Brentwood. Or maybe more.
2: Yeah, and, he owned the and whole it, thing. To start out with.
0: Yeah, and at the same time, he was just driving an old Buick. You know.
2: Yeah, was, Well, he was so, when he passed away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, he, he owned he owned a Jeep Buick uh, dealership, and uh, okay. but he just but he just drove an old Buick around all the time, and uh, uh, that's what he was. But uh, he did he he would uh, here's what he did he had the first hit. And uh, uh, when he had that hit, it was, uh, he went to Sally and he said, Sally, we've had a number one. We might not (laughs) never have another. So maybe we should buy some land. Mm. So they bought a little strip of land up there north of of Nashville, south of Nashville. And he came back in. He said, Sally, we've had another number one. Maybe we should buy some (laughs) land. (laughs) <laughs> he kept that up today. he owned a whole freaking country up north, uh, south of Nashville. Yeah. And all them old boys over to Grand Ole Office thought he was crazy because it's all woods and hills. And They didn't know what in the world he was thinking.
0: Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, he
2: bought that and ended up he owned the whole town when it did come. Oh uh, gosh, it was
0: great. Well, smart, it, smart, it, it amazed, amazing, guy, amazing guy, and uh, and yeah. certainly did a lot for you. Well, we want to get to another song. Oh, yeah. And right. this is one called "Penny, I Love You." And uh, oh yeah, do, do you remember how this one came to be? You
2: bet. There's a lady by the name of Nancy uh, Nancy Smith up in uh, Missouri, she was a forty-time bestseller, uh, for, uh, uh, bestseller for seller uh, for love love books, love you know love novels. And, okay. Forty-time uh, mm-hmm. New York Times mm-hmm. bestseller, and she wanted me to write a song that would go with that book that she had just written.
6: I oh. Penny, I love you. Oh. Wow. The girl's name in wow. the book.
2: The girl's name in the book was named Penny. Wow. She gave me the she gave me the gist of the story, and I wrote the song. All right.
0: Well, let's take a listen to "Penny, I Love You," Bobby. That might be a book that you want to get hold of. But this yeah. is Royal Wade Kimes. Penny, I love you. We'll be back in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe.
2: been a whole man nothing more than a ranch hand in my hand saw you and my heart, it knew you were the one my dream girl shared with me my world I need you near Or oh, I fear I will never be the same from the moment that you spoke my name Rid me of this troubled mind Whisper to me that you be mine It's true, Penny I love you Say, from the moment that you spoke my name, rid me of this troubled mind. Whisper to me that you be mine. It's true, Penny, I love you, Penny, I.
0: listening today that's for you penny i love you royal wade kimes is <laughs> our very special guest today and um i was just wondering wade do you remember your very first gig
2: my very first gig uh-huh well uh you mean one i got paid for
0: one you got paid for
2: yeah not really um uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can remember my I can remember my my show, uh, showcase, that was All a fiasco, right. when I got signed with Warner Brothers. That was in uh, Douglas Corner, Nashville. Back then, oh, okay. uh, in you know, back in the 90s, uh, that's what they used to do. They showcase an act, and right. and then labels would come there and watch them. Well, I was 20, 30 minutes from going on stage with a brand new Gibson guitar. I hate to say this about this, but it's the way it was. And I had this brand new guitar in my hand and. I was back there tuning in, and the keys fell off the back of it. Brand new. So, boy, I jumped in my truck, and I got all those big presidents of them record labels sitting out there, and I run down to the the music row, and I was good friends with the old boy who had that guitar shop, and I said, man, I'm fixing to do a showcase, and I told him he was going to be there, and, boy, he jumped on that thing, and and I jumped back, and I was speeding up 16th Avenue, 17th and (laughs) And I got back up there, and, and I mean, I got there just as it was time for me to go on. And I used and you, you now think about that. I want to do a showcase for all these big boys, and this is my shot, now or never. And uh, I've come through that <laughs> to go do this. Oh, <laughs> so, my gosh. Uh, and I walked out there just like it didn't even happen, and I uh, did my six-song set and got myself a record deal with Warner Brothers. Oh, that's great! I remember that <laughs> one. I might not remember that wow. first one, but I'll never forget that one.
6: <laughs>
0: oh gosh! Oh me. Well, how long were you in Nashville?
2: Well, I'm still there, off and on. <laughs> and well, I yeah, really mess, even though I built a house out, out in Arkansas. I I stay there a lot too. Uh, but I went to Nashville in '83. I went to work for Florida lynn and, uh Spent about a year, year and a half with her. I worked in that ranch and then doing some things with her. And and uh, really got to be friends with her. I go down to her house in the mornings, and, and she and I sit and drink coffee and talk things over. And uh, I think she saw something in me, too. But she wasn't in a position she could do anything, and I wasn't there for her to do anything. I just wanted to, to get the feel of the lay of the land, you know. And, but uh, I right. there in 83, and I, it's a long time ago. I mean, I was just a kid. Boy, I didn't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about, see, that's, that's the deal. It, you're green, and you don't know you are, and you think you're a songwriter. You're not. I've been writing songs since I was 10 years old, 12, and I thought I was oh, a really? little songwriter. And I got to Nashville and found out I didn't know nothing. I didn't have a clue <laughs> what I was doing. And, uh, yeah, that's just the way. It, I mean, you think you I mean, I'll never forget this. Kai, Kai Fleming, she was wrote sleeping single in a double bed. She wrote that stuff, and and she said to me, she said, if you have got a song, you'll be a first. And I'm thinking, oh, boy, you ain't choose something, you know. <laughs> and then about two or three years later, I thought, boy, was she dead all this? And <laughs> I figured out that I've been writing all these songs, and none of them were, none of them would work, you know. I mean, I had a whole right. car a box full, and they wasn't gonna work. And that box is still sitting back there to remind me I never did throw it away. Uh <laughs> might throw away. A and it was a songs that I'd written the whole song and it still wouldn't work. <laughs> oh so yeah. Uh, so, yeah, been there a long time, and uh, yeah. I've got uh, Blue Whistler Music Publishing Company and and One More Hit Publishing Company there, and and still hooked up with ASCAP and BMI. I mean, I I put together that deal with uh, Pro Cable Country Music Awards out in Fort Smith and Van Buren, and. Uh, so uh, to do that, I had to build a place, a house out here on, uh, on the mountain out in Arkansas where actually it's called Kimes Mountain where I'm born and raised and where I'm from. And so uh-huh. I bought a big, big majority of that back and, and put a house on it. And, but I'm still in Nashville a lot and uh, doing, going back and forth. That's where I'm still cutting records. And I cut this last song. Uh, I cut it. I wanted to do it in Arkansas, but I wanted to finish it in Nashville. And That's what I done. I, uh, okay. I wanted to I wanted to put the harmonies and put the put another little pl- instrument on it there in Nashville, and uh, then I wanted to mix it and master it there. But I, I wanted to, that song. When we get to that, I'll tell you about that later. But anyway, been there a long time, and and uh, kind of you know you know the ropes. but the, but it's changed now. Back then it was 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th Avenue. It's called the road, right? You know? and, right. And now uh, there's only 16th Avenue left, really, and maybe a little spot or two in 17th, but not much. But it's just different. Yeah. It's turned into a different town.
0: It has turned into a different town, and it's grown way too much, I think. But uh, it has.
2: It's uh, ten thousand people a month. We're going there for the last two years. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Ten thousand. It, it's it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, and it is I mean crazy. when you go in there and, and it's and you see twelve, I counted them, twelve cranes in there, and I'm not talking about little ones. I'm talking mm-hmm. about them high scrapers right high, you know them high rises in there where everything used to be publishing companies it's you know it's just kind of depressing but on the other hand i do what i do and i'm doing it for the people so it's all right
0: well that's it, true and i guess it, i guess it's progress but it's it's progress that some of us wish were not quite as not quite as much as it is but
2: uh yeah there's some old, there's some history i mean they knocked down some studios there that one of them i think elvis Presley cut some records in and they uh, they just knocked down some really cool buildings. Uh, there was a lady that nobody knows who she, her, who she was, but her name was Rue. And here's your story. Um Wade and Jennings and uh, Willie Nelson and Hello Walls, you remember Farron Young? Right. Right.
6: Mm-hmm. Those
2: guys were staying at her house. They were like me. They were homeless. I sleep in my truck. They slept in her house. And she took care of them until they made it. And once they hit, they took care of her. Yeah. So there's yeah. a story nobody's ever told. But that yeah. that happened. And the that house is gone, too. See, that was part of that old mm-hmm. history. And you just hate to see some of that go.
0: Well, you do. You do.
2: But But, uh, it, is,
0: but it is what it is it is what it
2: is rock and roll let's go
0: <laughs>
2: so what
0: do you do what do you do for your wife for
2: valentine well i just walk in there and ask her i said can you see the globe and she said oh yeah i can see the globe so, <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I, I treat her to dinner and i, I do some things uh You know, we try to have our own private time when it's on Valentine's and that kind of thing.
4: Right. But, yeah,
2: there is a glow, you know. I mean, I always ask her if she can see the glow. And I don't think she's seen it yet, but I keep asking her. (laughs) 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 Oh, gosh.
6: Well,
0: let's listen to another song real quick. This is one called Sweet Memories. It's Wade Kimes. We're celebrating Valentine's Day with him on the Campfire Café.
2: It should have never, ever been But I know that's not right I lie here every night With sweet
6: memories
2: I hear you laugh I see your face, you fill up an empty place with sweet memories, I may be all alone, oh, but your memory will the Course. that's it there's no reverse,
6: yeah. and yeah but it no, didn't need it.
2: one and i yeah. that's right and i did something in that song that even michael black of the jordan Ares, he said he said man i've never done i I never done this before i said well look i said listen to this i said it calls for once you get out of that course it needs to have that guitar playing and then it needs to have some real pretty harmonies mm-hmm. that
6: mm-hmm.
2: that enhances that part of that Intro thing back into the song and it, and it did well. He, he when he did it, he thought he said to me. He said, "Man, he said, I can't. How did you think of that?" I said, "Well, I could feel it when I was writing and feeling it. And, you know, you could just mm-hmm. feel it, and so it turned mm-hmm. out real
0: good." Well, it's great song. It is a great song. Well, I don't know if you remember or not, but the last time you were on the show, uh, you had had your your trail ride had been going on, and you had been mm-hmm. out and had run through. A beehive out on the
3: trail.
6: Oh
0: yes, yeah, buddy, you you came in so, oh gosh, so you you just. Hey, listen. Uh, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say you just stay so many. You stay so busy with so many different things that you're juggling constantly, just like your trail ride and your concert that you do there in Arkansas and. And uh, uh, your latest movie is bittersweet. And uh-huh. uh, how do you how do you how do you juggle all this stuff?
2: Well, I don't know how. I don't want, I don't like thinking about it because I'll drop a ball. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I I just you know we just roll with it and and make it work and just have a couple of three projects at a time. You know, in this old business, if you don't have three things going. Um, and it can be about the same subject, but three things going with it, it usually isn't going to make it. And but if you've got three things going, and I do my tour, this song, and the movie thing that we've been doing, and right. if you've got all that going, it's, you're probably going to make it. You're going to make some noise, and you're going to make some things happen, and you're going to be successful. If you just got one thing going, then you got you're going to have some problems. But yeah, I just juggle it and keep it going. It's a little too much sometimes, but we make it happen. I, I work. I'm a workaholic, and that's part of it. I just I work continuously. Um, when everybody else is asleep, I'm still working, uh, writing books, and I got that new book out called Town, and it's just been a barn burner. I mean, and I tell these people when I sign, I said, if I were you, I wouldn't go to town, and <laughs> and then I, I get an email and said, I wish I'd have took your advice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah writing those know. books and and uh doing the movie and doing the all that stuff but the trail ride that trail ride is not it is work but I just love those people and I love guys that I love these people ride horses and and I it just goes by they come in on a Tuesday we ride from Wednesday through Saturday and I do a concert that night and they leave on Sunday and that's the fastest five days I ever spent in my life, each, each time, because it just goes by in a flash. You're just having so much fun.
0: Uh, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure.
2: Yeah. It
0: sounds like a ball. It sounds like a ball, except for running through the bees. That's not so much fun.
2: Well, uh, hey, listen, I'm an old hand at that. I'm I'm the lead horse, and that fifth or sixth one's the one that's going to get it. Uh, Oh, gosh.
0: Don't tell Bobby that. We want to try to get her out on the trail sometime, and we'll never do that if she thinks about it. Well,
2: Bobby, Bobby, let me say this to you, Bobby. You just make sure that you're either the 15th or 20th horse or or the second. You'll be good.
0: Oh, gosh. That's
5: yeah,
2: so, so funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is so funny. Now the first horse usually yeah. comes out okay. It's the ones that are behind that usually get the bees. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we want we're gonna the last song we're gonna play is "Symbols of Freedom." Tell us about this song.
2: Well, huh? Boy, are you sure? <laughs> yes, I um, am. All right. Well, let me gather myself here. Um, I guess I just got – I wanted to write something really positive about our country, about us, about you, Gary, and Bobby, and, and Barbara Richart, and all the others that's my friends, um, everybody that's, that's a friend of me. I wanted to write it, about, let it be your voice, let it be about from you, because I know how you think and feel and how I think and feel. So I, I went back to when I was about 6 to nine, ten years old, 12, I thought about those times when I pledge allegiance to the flag and then I bow my head and pray there at the, before class started and, and thinking how special I felt that God was listening to me. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, I'm just kind of tired of seeing people take a knee when that flags, you're saluting that flag and you got that anthem going. And I'm kind of tired of seeing them burn that flag and I'm kind of tired of hearing them say the most awful things that you can say about the president just kind of got tired and right, so I sat down here the at, at the window at my office and and I was thinking, you know, I went back to that time in my childhood and I thought, well. You know, I I, need to, I want to write something about the way it was, the way we are, who we are. We're, mm-hmm. It's not just the flag and the eagle. We're symbols of freedom, each one of us, each individual. So whenever you you, know, you, you think like that, you got to think of who you are. Because I'm telling you, I, I, I had a man come from overseas, and he wanted to ride a horse. He wanted to shoot a gun. He wanted to see a cowboy. He had never seen none of that. And he wanted to because he wasn't allowed to have a gun or have that kind of freedom. So Warner Brothers brought him out to my ranch and I put him on my horse and I let him ride that horse and then I took him down there to let him shoot a gun. And he shot that gun and he turned and and four or five times he shot and he did a pretty good job. He handed that gun back to me and he was crying. Wow. And he said, You ain't got no idea what that meant to me to shoot that gun. You got no idea. So I wrote symbols of freedom for us, for you, Gary, for all of us, for that we, we should, in that song, I try to be as positive and, and never say nothing negative, not anything. Let it be about us.
0: Well, it is a great song. and It is just setting the woods on fire right now
2: all across
0: the country. And um, we're going to play that in just a minute. Before we do that, Wade, tell everybody where they can get your music and where they can find you and your tour schedule. Give us your website.
2: Well, you, yeah, you can find the uh, music. Uh, if you want to download any of those songs, you can go to CD Baby. Uh, CD Baby is where most of guys like us record these days. That's where we sell a lot of our music. CD right. Baby dot com, and and you can go to Amazon dot com and places like that. iTunes, you can still da- download the music, and of course, you can see me on YouTube all the time. But if you wanna, if you want to buy. The novels and buy I mean we have the t-shirt that goes along with the song symbols of freedom uh there's a phone number to get that from uh you can go to my facebook page and see that Railway times but uh, if you want us to really find everything about me and where I would advise you to go uh is the gentleman okay That's the gentlemanoutlaw.com. All right,
0: thegentlemanoutlaw.com. You can find his tour schedule there as well. And uh, I think you're going to be in Jackson, Tennessee, kind of close to home for me, uh, sometime this week. And uh, Wade, you are absolutely. The twenty-first. All right, so that's 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 close. That is close. Mm -hmm. But uh, busy, busy guy, and and I know that you've got the uh, PCCAA awards that are Mm -hmm. going to be coming up before too much longer and so a busy busy man and uh visit the dot com or friend him on facebook follow him on facebook as well yeah i love love that yeah you you're absolutely a great guest uh look forward to having you back with us again
2: uh yeah and
0: bobby good to talk to you all right let's take a listen to you
5: happy valentine's day
0: (laughs) you, you too So this is Symbols of Freedom, Royal Wade Kimes. We'll be back in just a moment.
2: Looking out my window was an eagle on a limb. I thought he was a beauty. Oh, but there's way more. To Him, I once saw Him in a picture Old glory wrapped around His wings He's part of a country Made known by God to kings
6: Symbols of freedom
2: Stand for liberty The home of the brave, the land of the free. Stars and stripes forever, she's a light for the world to see. Symbols of freedom, that flag that eagle can be. Sons and daughters died. America, she cries,
1: Fly, Eagle
2: Fly. Symbols of freedom stand for liberty. The home of the brave, the land of the free.
1: Stars and stripes forever. She's a light for the world
2: to see. Symbols of freedom. That flag, that eagle, and thee. Symbols of freedom. That flag,
6: that eagle, and thee. Ooh.
0: song by our good friend, Mr. Royal Wade Kimes, Symbols of Freedom. But right now, it's time for Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. When we come back, we're going to be talking with our good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister. But right now, let's take a listen to a song by Mr. Terry Brown called Ride, Cowboy Ride.
2: Get your gear together, can you hear that prairie song? The winds of change are whispering, it's time to move along That pony in the pasture's growing lazy and fat There's something out there calling you, you just don't know where it's at You've got a rambling restless bone inside So ride cowboy, ride Throw your saddle over, son, and draw the cinch up tight. Fill up those saddlebags with rub and
1: ride into the night. There's trails that you ain't ridden yet and places you ain't seen. There's beauty over yonder like most men can only dream. If you don't find it, it won't be because you ain't tried.
3: Ride, cowboy, ride. Ride over.
2: Your soul is feeling empty and as heavy as a stone
4: And you rock bottom lonely Well, just know you're not alone When the world is closing in And you're longing to be free Pack
2: away your troubles and come right along with me Till your heart soars like the eagle when she flies Ride, cowboy, ride Ride over the mountains
3: Just to see
6: the other side Ride down into the valley Where the river's flowing wide Ride out into the desert Hear the
1: coyote's lonely song Stare up into the night sky And try to sing along With nothing but your shadow at your side Ride, cowboy, ride With
4: nothing but your shadow at your side
1: I'm right.
0: history and legacy radio network and our good friend is joining us today Mr. Robert the Trailmeister Everso. Good morning, Robert. Hello. How are you doing? Hello, hello.
3: <laughs>
7: There's Bobby. Pretty good. Pretty good. The sun is shining here in Spokane today and and uh we've we've got out of the 20s. I believe it's 30 34 35 degrees out. It's a
0: heat wave. Oh, a
5: heat wave. Wow. A heat wave. <laughs>
0: I haven't seen the sun in so many days. I forgot what it looks like. We've had so much, so much rain back here in Tennessee. Hasn't been too cold, but the cold weather's coming in. So I think they said tomorrow the wind chill factor would be about ten. Oh so my! We're, we're we're getting ready to get well, some. Well, I'm cold. glad to
7: share it with you. How about that?
0: Well, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. Oh gosh! So what's been going on?
7: Oh, ever um, this past month. well busy uh it's clinic season, so visited uh the west side of uh of Washington over in Seattle for a long weekend of, of clinics and heading over uh tomorrow to to montana uh oh, wow for another weekend of clinics up in Kalispell. I fear it's going to be chilly there as well. I will have to uh take my line my line pants um <laughs> So, what so what part of the Clinton,
5: state, Robert? What part of the state is that in? It, like, what part Kattles- of Montana is that in? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
7: It's north. Um, I don't know if I call it central. It's more to the west, west part of Montana, okay. Western Montana, okay. but up north. It's okay. it's like next door to to Canada. Um, ah. You know, okay. glacier and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it, it it's. It's up north and cold. You,
0: you'll get those cold <laughs> north winds blowing in. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But pretty so country. What, what, it, is, it is beautiful out there. Um, yeah, I've got some friends that moved from warm, sunny Colorado back up that way this past year. <clears throat> it's like, Poor why?
4: things? Why?
0: Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs>
7: that, that four weeks of summer is pretty glorious though. <laughs> uh,
0: I guess so. I guess so. they seem to be enjoying themselves. So what are, you, what are you gonna you to be talking about at your clinic? Uh let's see.
7: Uh Saturday I'm gonna be talking about uh, land navigation. So making sure you can get back to camp uh in time for dinner. Uh so we're gonna be talking about uh how how to look at those uh crazy wiggly lines on a topo map and how to, you know, interpret them as well as, you know, your your compass. Uh, everybody says the compass points north, but you know, which one? Uh, <laughs> and uh as well as uh, you know, when 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 will your compass lie to you because they will occasionally. Uh and then Sunday we're going to talk about the the ABCs, have a whole new ABCs of trail riding. Uh, put together so each each letter of the alphabet is a different topic. Um then we're gonna talk about when the, the stuff hits the fan, you know, how to be prepared in case a ride uh becomes eventful
2: and mm. uh
7: so on and so forth. But uh the the four things over the course of the weekend it's uh backcountry horsemen are putting it on uh for people that want to volunteer inside the Bob Marshall Wilderness Complex. Um oh, cool. anybody that wants to volunteer there they have to take uh they i believe they call it the defensive horsemanship class um you know just uh you know basic safety type stuff and they asked me to be a part of it this year so really looking forward to
5: you know helping
7: other people um get certified to do trail maintenance and things like that uh in the largest wilderness area in the lower 48 so very excited. It'd be a good time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So when when are you headed back to the Bob Marshall again?
7: Ah, uh, let's see. I believe we're going in. I'm taking Celeste there for the very first time.
0: Um, well, congratulations.
7: Yeah. Uh, I think we're going in twice this year. The first time is, I believe, the second weekend of August. And then I think we're heading in again that last weekend of August. Um So, looking forward to it. Uh, You know, I've been going in now, you know, once, twice a year for the past what, seven, eight years.
4: Long time. And
7: yeah, so it'll it'll be a good time. But Celeste's never gone with me before. (laughs) Feel guilty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, she should she should enjoy it, and uh, and you'll be an excellent guide for her since you've been (laughs) so.
7: I don't know about that, but I will try.
0: Gonna 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 let her do a little fishing while you're up there. Uh,
7: if she wants to fish, we can definitely fish. Uh, I, I I'm sure she's a much better catcher than I am, for that. <laughs> so so we'll we'll eat better <laughs> if she does. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So it, it, like I said, it's going to be a great time. We'll be taking taking Coco, so we'll be able to ah, to live well for a few that's... days with, with two pack animals.
0: Well, that's great. That is yeah. great. Well, I was I was scrolling through some different things, and uh, I noticed that you had uh, put out a check checklist for people to check oh, off. Oh, yeah. So not too early to be going through your checklist of what you need to get ready at home now, I guess. Oh,
7: heavens no. Well, you know, like we've talked about a million times, Gary – You know, a a ride, you know, begins long before you load that trailer. Um, And this is a great time of the year, I think, to start going through all that stuff. Um, Hey, what did I break last year and didn't fix at the time? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What have I lost? Or what did I take on every trip and never even used? Um, I think it's just a great time to to go through all that stuff that we accumulate um yeah. and just kind of noodle over it you know beats beats sitting in front of the fire and thinking deep thoughts you can sit in
0: the tack room and think deep thoughts that's right <laughs> so, so what what have you taken that you've never used oh heavens <laughs> the list is long <laughs> 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 so
7: probably probably the, the one that 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 I always take, and and never really really get to, um, is a book of poetry. Really. And yeah, always have these these grand grand illusions of sitting on a rock by a by a lake, reading poetry in the wilderness,
0: thinking deep thoughts. Never get wow. around to it. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know,
7: just a little paperback.
0: I, I don't uh, know whether I'm more surprised that it would be a book of poetry or whether it would be deep thoughts. I'm not sure which surprise <laughs> <Maybe> me.
7: Maybe both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. So, but it, it's battered and torn, and somehow it always finds a finds a place in my saddlebag. So, if nothing else, yeah. it looks
4: good. <laughs> it looks good. Looks like looks intelligent anyway.
7: uh,
0: so what what's what's the one thing that you have used the most and you never want to leave home without the one thing that i've used the most and never want
7: to leave home without it Uh, (laughs) um i mean there there's there's the fun things you know like the like the satellite messengers uh you know, so keeping in touch with Celeste and, and the folks, and being able to taunt my father, "Hey, Dad, this is this is where <laughs> we're fishing today." <laughs> wish you wish you were here. Um, you know, so so there's that kind of stuff. You know, simple things. Um, I've forgotten hoof picks before, mm. and have really regretted it. So I mean, you're always, you know chiseling a rock out of a shoe or something like that it seems you know um right. you know just it's not sexy but you know a hoof pick <laughs> you're gonna yeah. use yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i always try to have a combination tool that just stays in my saddlebags all the time
7: yeah yeah i and that's kind of what i've what i've done i've got uh it's the niftiest hoof pick in the world. I don't know where I picked it up, but it's a combination hoof pick, bottle opener, got a little screwdriver end on it, and um, and I've got, I think, three of them, one in each set of set, uh, horn bags. I, I keep mine in my horn bag there. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the things that live in the bottom of, of your saddle bags, you know, that little wad of uh, duct tape and baler twine, your hoof pick.
0: <laughs> Important stuff. You
7: know, mm-hmm. a, a battered Snickers bar that you forgot from last year?
5: <laughs>
7: <laughs> a few things gosh. for
5: first aid. <laughs> exactly.
7: The stuff that we hope we never have to use.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh. So it reminds me of, uh, I found a tin of candy the other day, chocolate candies.
1: Oh, and, that sounds good. Uh,
0: and I had forgotten it was there. So it was probably a year plus old, and it's, when it I
7: good?
0: oh, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. But, but you tried it. I tried it. I <laughs> ate two pieces of it. and The second one wasn't any better than the first, so I just threw the whole thing away. So <laughs> that, <it> was,
5: that's <laughs> a proof that he's that's a proof that he's an optimist. That he's he is. is
0: very optimistic, very optimistic. But uh, so so, what is Celeste looking forward to? when you go into the bob for the first time with her
7: uh, i think just uh you know seeing it for the first time with her own eyes and then getting to to go to some of the places that that you know i've been telling her about for nearly a decade now um you know i've been talking about these necklace lake chain for for quite a while um and you know how pretty it is and you know so i i think just just going there to to experience it for yourself yeah. um yeah
0: the It'll wall what is, what is the wall <laughs> the
7: wall you know i've yeah. never been to the wall uh never... the great china wall or chinese yeah. wall uh yeah. it's it's you know when you talk about the bob it's almost ubiquitous why well, you've been to the wall yeah well, you've been to the wall well, no, I haven't. Uh, you know, Not I usually really. go in, you know, on work parties stuff like that, you know, is how I generally wind up going. Uh I've never been, you know, to a work party up in that neck of the woods. Okay. Everybody goes there. I mean it's it's iconic for the Bob. And I just don't like the crowds. So I've <laughs> when <laughs> I've gone in for my trips I I I, I purposely avoid that area. I mean, the the it's what twenty miles long. You're not allowed to camp underneath the wall because it's been overloved. Too many people go there, you know. Uh, right. So twenty miles that's a that's a long day pulling a string. So you know, I just it doesn't do anything for me. I, I go there for the peace and the quiet and the solitude, not to say hi, hi every ten minutes to another group of hikers going by. You know, uh, mm. does that make me antisocial?
0: <laughs> Probably, probably. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, never been there.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, well that would be something that, that I would like to see sometime. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I, 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 as you said, everybody goes there, and it's on And maybe
7: I should go. Before. You know, just so I can say, yeah, yeah, I've been there. I'd rather go to yeah. this other place.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, What is your favorite place in the Bob to go?
7: My favorite place in the Bob? Mm-hmm. The Necklace Lakes. Okay. Uh, just a tiny little hole up on a ridge, a series of shallow lakes, all laid out like a necklace um not many people go there so so no i hate it there really i do uh (laughs) (laughs) um, but it's just a series of of real shallow lakes not a lot of good fish in there there's a couple holes that i won't mention that are that are have some good fishing in them Uh, a lot of good grays uh and it's kind of, like I said, off the beaten path, but some of the views there are just uh, just spectacular. You look off to the south, and there's this crimson wall, just this cliff of red rock that just glows in the morning sun. Um, then the lakes themselves, you know, it's it's just a real pretty, real quiet, kind of tranquil spot. And even better, not a lot of people go Um so I've never run into anybody heading in there, and it's been, it's been wow. quite pleasant. It's a nice place to sp- to spend through four days. Good grades wow. for the for the critters.
0: Do I remember that you took your dad and maybe a brother or somebody back up in there?
7: Uh, not Two up in there. Ago. That was uh, off the Pacific Crest Trail in Washington. Okay. That was in the Norse Peak Wilderness area. Much smaller wilderness, but uh, kind of similar. That was off-trail as well. Uh and drop down into a uh uh the hidden fishing hole. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think I think <laughs> for, for I days. think your daddy did the kitchen, didn't he?
7: That he did. He he yeah. he he did a lot more kitchen than I did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. pretty cool. That is pretty yep. cool. Wanna take uh oh. wanna take a quick break. We're gonna to listen to a song from Carol Markstrom called Seminole Wind and when we come back. Bobby Bell has some questions for you because she always loves visiting your website to see what's going on there. We'll be right Uh-oh. back with the return on Saddle Up America with our good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister. <laughs>
5: desert roads we're talking with robert the trail meister ever saw one of the highlights of my month is getting to spend a little time with robert here on saddle up america so robert has a really terrific website as gary mentioned trial trailmeister.com and i i always like uh, bopping around in there and um Earlier we were chatting a little bit about some essential things to take on a uh trail ride, um, Robert, and you have a really great article that's just very new published last month about ten essentials. And a gentleman oh. you talked about um hoof um hoof um what was that?
6: set. <laughs> uh,
5: yes, but you did talk about fire. Or first aid or illumination. I'm really interested, Robert. Would you cover a couple of these these ten essentials? Um sure. Do you remember what your ten your ten essentials are?
7: <laughs> well, well, if, if I don't, I'm in trouble.
5: So, well, I have them right. <laughs> and I have them right in front of me?
7: <laughs> well, let's see how many I can remember here. Uh, so I don't really think of the ten essentials as. Um, as as a specific tool or whatnot but rather as a system if you will Uh and 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 the 10 essentials they're not really for my horse they're for me in case i have to spend an unplanned night out on the trail does that make sense i got to take care of me before i can take care of anything
5: else
6: gotcha i actually
5: thought and i actually thought that this is a smart list even um for those of us that don't do things horseback, just to have in a small duffel bag or something in our cars, you know, exactly. you can you can get stranded um, going over a pass in the in a winter time. I mean, a, a bad traffic accident and suddenly you're mm-hmm. you know you're stuck for three hours. So I thought this was a really good um, some really good uh, tips.
7: Yeah, thanks. I, I wish I could 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 claim, could claim them. Uh, a group called the mountaineers here in the pacific northwest you know it's a you know hiking club for their focus is climbing mountains and glaciers and stuff they came up with their ten essentials uh i think back in the 30s um and it's all in case they had to spend an unplanned you know night or day you know on the side of of a of a glacier um but it's all those things that uh we would want or, or we would need, need flash want, uh, you know, stuck out in the cold rain, hurt, scared, and alone. So let's see. Uh, you set illumination. It does get dark mm-hmm. early.
5: <laughs> so so yeah. some
7: type of flashlight. I like headlamps much more than just a flashlight because it frees up your hands, you know.
5: That's uh, very smart. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. Uh, oh, talked about um, uh, the Snicker bar, the, uh, forgotten in the <laughs> bottom of your saddlebags, so snacks. Uh, my wife says I get hangry if I go too long <laughs> without eating. Oh,
5: that's good, hangry. <laughs> so some type
7: of snack. Now, she has a different theory on that. Me, I like my Snickers bars. Uh, she she has a can, believe it or not, of cat food oh, in wow. her saddlebag. As part of her her ten essentials, uh, the theory being that it's got to be pretty darn bad for you're going to eat that. Uh, I would think. <laughs> I would think. So, like Celeste, whatever. I I will have you know though, she she borrows my candy bars quite darn often. So
6: <laughs> <laughs> so
7: snacks, so food, first uh, date of course. Um, you know, and I think the most important thing of first aid is knowing how to use those tools. Um, you know, so talk with your, your vet, your GP, what should be in your, your particular kit. Um, but we talked earlier about uh, communications. You know, I like to let Celeste know where I'm at, let my dad know where the fishing is good. Uh, those same tools, uh, satellite uh, messengers, um, or personal locator beacons can, you know, send 911 to you in case something goes, uh, incredibly bad. Uh, so communications, uh, we're a long way from, you know, smoke signals and, and, and whistles anymore. <laughs> so we've got, we've got comms, uh, as well as communications, uh, navigation what we're going to be talking about on Saturday. Um, you know the 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 old story about well my my horse knows the way back to the trailer. Yeah, maybe. You going to 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 bet your life on it? Or what if you get separated from your horse? Because mm. no matter how how much old Dobbins loves you, he ain't sticking around. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, um,
7: so there's that. Uh,
5: well, it's interesting. You make a note about the compass when you're here right now. We're talking about navigation. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, And, you, you know, you mentioned map, compass, and GPS. And, of course, mm-hmm. um, we're all so familiar these days with GPS. Of course, mm-hmm. I don't know how they operate if you run out of battery. You probably have a they way they run <laughs> on solar or, yeah, okay. <laughs> But you mentioned something very interesting. You say a compass equipped with a sighting mirror can also be used to flash sunlight to a helicopter—not quite like a smoke signal, but mm-hmm. sunlight to a helicopter or rescuer during an yes. emergency. Yeah, yes. and I wouldn't have—I wouldn't have thought about that if I went out to purchase a compass. That—that that would be yeah. a smart thing
7: uh, to it, have. It does that, but it has to be sunny out. <laughs>
5: the sun has to be yeah, shining obviously. where
7: you're at. I, right. During my clinics, I usually tell people I, I hold up my my compass that has a mirror on it, and I ask people what's it for. And, and a lot of people say, you know, you know, for 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 signaling. I say, yeah, that it, it can. But f- what's its main purpose for? And they'll give me something about technical stuff about using it to shoot a back asthma, Blah 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 blah. And then I say, no, it's to tell you whose fault it is that you're lost, <laughs> or to show you <laughs> the, the person responsible for you being lost. Uh, <laughs> I would have to put on my
5: lipstick, but you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> um, Yeah.
7: <laughs> so what else? Uh, the but, map, the compass, the GPS. Yeah. G- everybody has GPSs anymore. Uh, but if you if you don't know how the GPS works. Uh-huh. Or the battery dies. You know, we 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 trust um, silicone and plastic and and batteries with their very lives without understanding anything of it. And I'm not saying we all need to be, you know, electrical engineers. Uh, but we should at least have have the basics. You know, um, so have that GPS, use it, uh, but understand that it has uh, some. We'll call it challenges, and know how to correct for those. What else? What else? Uh, you
5: have a uh, how about a repair kit?
7: Oh yes, that that hunk of um, baling twine, you know, in the bottom of your saddlebag. you know, that that the MacGyver tool. See, Gary, you said you yeah. you you have a multi tool that you you keep. Right. Right. Um, you know. What happens when leather gets soaked with horse sweat and never gets cleaned over a course of years? Ask me how I know. Uh,
4: uh, we you know, have any idea, Robert.
7: Yeah. I mean, so can we fix something in the field? You know, uh, d- if our bridle breaks. In, in my case, my um, that was one of the reasons why I went from uh, off billets to latigos on both sides. My off billet broke. I still missed, I, I, I was able to. Uh, take a leather belt that I was wearing and put some holes in it uh to to get me out, but you know can we fix something that breaks on the Because everything something's gonna break on on a ride uh right those what what are those those screws that uh that 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 constantly come come across I
0: know what you're talking about yeah
7: Conway no and that's a Conway buckle. On tack. That's also miserable. I
0: forget what those, Chicago screws. Chicago screws. Yeah.
7: yeah. Yeah. Wretched things. Les gets upset with me when I steal her fingernail polish and put it on the, on the inside of the holes and before I tighten them up. Also, kind yeah. of makes it hard to un- undo them.
4: Oh yeah. I mean, them. There's <laughs> a little
7: little chip. Yeah. Um, put a uh, a knife. Fire. I. I, I oh yeah. Fire. We'll yes.
5: Uh-huh.
7: Have a yeah. way to start a fire. I mean fire is not only, you know, romantic, you know, being being Valentine's Day Eve, uh, but it can be used as a signal, you know, hey, I need help. Um, if if there is a problem, it's never going to be on a nice pleasant day, so it's going to be raining and cold, so fire will help help with that. Uh have a way to to make fire. Um I don't I don't carry matches anymore. Uh, they get wet and they kind of fall apart. And those little right. little tube things are just a pain in the butt. So I have a, um, I forget the, the name of the material, Phryceum. It's a fire starter stick. And right. it's, uh, it's some type of metal, and you scrape the back of your knife on the back of it, and it makes sparks, dude. You couldn't believe. Uh, so have a way to make fire. And maybe practice it
5: at home before you actually need it.
0: Wouldn't be a bad idea to well, do that.
5: And and you also um, suggest that you can make your own homemade fire starters. This was interesting. Candles, balls of dryer lint. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how do you, what do, what do you do? Tell us, what, what do you do with a ball of dryer lint? I, I would never have thought of, you know, saving that and, and using it.
7: Well, dryer lint causes how many house fires every year in the U.S.
5: Right, right, thousands. Right. So, yeah. so
7: it's very fine. It's very flammable. Um, so, if you collect that when you clean out your dryer vent, as as Celeste makes me every time I run a load, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what I've done is um, I, I take it and I put it in a egg carton container. You know. And I can drizzle, um, like, melted wax over that. So I've got not just the stuff that will catch a spark, but, you know, a a material that will keep burning. Yeah. 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 So anything that will catch a a spark, really, you know, that you can, in turn, you know, build into a fire. So, and, and there's all sorts of stuff that you can buy, too. I mean, you don't have to make your own, but. Celeste says I'm cheap for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, um, let's see. How about an emergency shelter?
7: Yes. Uh, like like uh, we mentioned earlier, it's never going to be a nice day. It's always going to be crappy. Uh, so do you have a way to get out of the weather or at least break the wind? Uh, and all of my Ten Essentials, with the exception of water, Um, I have, they're retiny and and they fit in a fly fishing vest that I wear when I ride. Um, so between the fly fishing vest and the helmet, I don't look cool, but that's okay. Um, so if what I use for emergency shelter (laughs) is either one of the, uh, like the, the Mylar blankets, you know, like the emergency blankets (laughs) or a big contractor's garbage bag. You can cut a hole out for your head and your arms, and you've got a cute little black party dress uh, that will keep keep the weather off uh, in a pinch. So, some way to, you know, um,
0: keep the weather off. Keep the weather off. What about uh, what about some type of ID for your horse or mule if you become separated from your animal?
7: Yeah, I so I've got a couple things on mine. Mine are are all branded, Um, so if I'm in Washington and I lose them, they could see the brand and they could, you know, find the local vet or brand inspector and get back to me from there, which seems onerous. (laughs) How long is that going to (laughs) take?
4: right right um
7: i also have a velcro band uh that goes around all my animals' pasterns that has my my cell phone number embroidered on it okay so okay. i have that um uh, and then on all of my tack and stuff i have these uh id clips that have all of my information on them um so a couple different ways i don't know that any of them are great or good uh but you know that's that's what what we do uh between the brand those uh pastern straps with the phone number on it that's what i really count on i mean if there's if something goes south i would imagine they're losing all their tack um you know, eventually anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't know that that would be on there. But I've, I've tried going through as much nastiness as I could, mud, brush, and stuff, and I've never had those pasture bands come off.
0: Well, pasture bands are a good idea. And then a lot of times people put ID that they've woven into the mane as well. And I don't know how to, I, how to
7: weave, so it never worked for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I, I don't know. Every every year, every year, people are are becoming separated from their animals, and uh, yeah, you know, they're they're wandering out loose in the national forest or
6: somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. So, some way to be able to connect your animal back with you. Yeah, for for me, it's
7: it's that uh, that cell phone number and that pasture band. Uh, yeah. And, and, and pray it never happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it does. And to be able to reconnect a person with their horse is is uh, is just pretty pretty important. Best, that best is. Thing,
7: but the, the counterpoint though is, if I come off and my horse runs away, do I really want him back? He's proven himself unreliable. <laughs>
6: Aww. Not always near fall. Not always near fall. Oh
7: my gosh.
5: He's probably got a lot of tack and saddlebags on him though. You might want those back.
0: That's right.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, these are some great tips uh today. Uh you know, we've we've uh we we as we promote this show, we always tell people that the trailmeister is going to be with us to pass on valuable trail tips for every, every level of trail rider. And I don't care how long you've been out riding the trails or how new you are. There's something that you need to be reminded of because we all forget things.
7: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. uh, No matter how how
7: experienced uh, we are,
0: everybody can use a hand here and there. That's right. That is right. But, um, well, Robert, you've got how many? How many? Uh, where are your next ones? You've got Montana. You're headed to for a, uh, Montana, for a... and then
7: uh, right after Montana is the Rocky Mountain Horse Expo in Denver.
0: Oh, that should be so, fun.
7: Yeah, so looking forward to that. Um, that should be a good one. It'll be my my first visit to to Denver, um, and so so yeah. I'll be flying into the airport with a giant horse statue with flaming red eyes. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've flown. I've had layovers in that airport before, and you can see it as you're as you're on the approach and the takeoff. You know, so now I'll actually be stopping and
0: getting off there.
2: Uh, <laughs> well,
0: that's great. Well, you should have a great time in Denver, Bobby. Where would you recommend he go eat while he's there in Denver? Because I know you oh, and Jim head up there quite often.
5: Well, yes, but we. Mm, we we attend a convention and we don't really get out and do a lot of dining outside of, you know, the confines, unfortunately. I'm I'm a little uh you put me on the spot there. I can't even I can think of some places we've been but I can't think of the names now. <laughs> Bobby, you had one job. Oh my gosh. Well he didn't prep me on that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. well there's um, there's some
0: great places to eat in denver uh, there there used to be a place oh, yeah. called the broker. the broker was out there, and then um uh, one place that everybody needs to hit when they're there, I guess it's still there was this great multi story building where they serve the greatest wild game and, really? uh, yeah, and the game oh, you next, know they've got the, um
5: the broken horn, not the broken horn, the broken horn.
0: I, I can't remember, but they've got they've got um, heads all over the place, you know, from the game yes, that have been out there. and we actually
5: have been, we actually have eaten there. I want to say it's yeah. the Broken Horn, but uh, yeah. that might not be right. Oh, i it So it's all uh, you yeah. uh, yeah.
0: probably if you just it's, ask, no. people can tell you where it is. And, exactly, yeah.
7: exactly. Yeah, this is the event is put on by the Colorado State Horse Council. And it's uh, at the Western States Expo Event Center or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sure it's it's got to be right in the mix of things. So
0: should be interesting. Yeah, you should have a good time. Well, people yeah. need to visit the website trailmeister.com. You can find out where Robert's going to be, and uh, and hopefully he might be in your area somewhere, and you certainly want to attend one of his clinics and. Uh, uh, one of these days, you're going to come back to Tennessee and put on a clinic. Yeah, I think
7: I'm on the on the docket for next year. Um, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, looking forward. You know, Tennessee is always nice, you know, because the, the Southern Equine Expo is, what's that? It's in February, I think, isn't it?
0: I think it's this month, yeah.
7: yeah. Yeah, and, you know, so all the, all the daffodils and the jonquils are typically blooming mm. during that time, and it's just nice to leave the snow and the cold for... You know to see spring that you know I won't see here for another month or two, so that's
0: right, that is right, that is right, well, Robert, you're always so much fun and so much great in, in, information, so much great information that you always leave with us, and it's you always would. just fun to talk to you and uh, well, I,
7: thank you very much.
0: yeah, yeah, so uh great we did, information. We did all ten of those yes. things, though, Bobby.
5: Uh, you got, yeah, because we hit nutrition. I think we pretty much first aid, I think we pretty much covered them. Yep,
7: cool. Because we, we can't <laughs> leave people hanging with, with nine out
0: of ten. <laughs> uh, okay. You guys have done well. You guys done. <laughs> hey, let me ask you, what are, what are you doing for Celeste for Valentine's? Because this has been a Valentine's show today up until I'm now. Leaving. So what are you, you're leaving her,
7: I'm leaving. Or, I'm heading
0: oh, to you Montana. <laughs> <a minute? laughs> that,
7: that, that's her present. Getting rid of oh. me for the weekend.
6: <laughs> I didn't
7: realize that this was, this weekend was, you know, Valentine's Day day weekend when when I set up the date. <laughs> <laughs> so when
0: do you leave? When do you leave?
7: Uh, tomorrow afternoon. So, well, I'm going to make her breakfast tomorrow morning,
0: you oh, know, okay. before
7: work and stuff. So... Uh, I'm not much good, but I make a mean pancake and eggs. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so we'll do that. And I went uh, went running errands the other day, and she's not around right now. So I I did remember to get a
0: Valentine's Day card. So I'm feeling quite great.
7: pleased with myself.
4: You're a good
0: man. You're a good man. <laughs> well, have a have a great Valentine morning with your sweetheart, and have a great clinic. Uh, in Montana And uh, we look forward to having you back again Next month
7: Wonderful, you guys take care as well Bobby, give me a call We need to talk about Albuquerque
0: and, uh, Absolutely
5: Take care <laughs> Alright
7: All right. <laughs>
3: right, Bye bye now We're
0: going to take a break We'll be right back We're going to listen to a song from Doug Figs Called A Cowboy Like Me And we will be returning on Saddle Up America In just a moment
1: wide open prairie spreading out before me As far as my eyes can see I'm riding along and I've got a song That's enough for a cowboy like me That's enough for a cowboy like me A good horse under me to see, I'm right here where I want to be. I've got a good woman's love, the blue sky above. That's enough for a cowboy like me. That's enough for a cowboy like me. In the sky
0: great song and uh bobby bell this has been a fun show today
5: yes it has always
0: is well, yeah it, well it is always always fun
5: <laughs> it
0: is but, uh, but, but anyway it was great to have wade kimes visit with us today royal wade kimes and uh, the mm-hmm. gentleman outlaw and visit with him and celebrate Valentine, just a day early, this is Valentine Day Eve, and some people are like you and Jim, they just celebrate all year long,
5: all year long,
0: all year long
5: yes yeah.
0: probably, probably, probably probably I probably should have done that,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh gosh, and then it's always fun to visit with Robert eversole, and uh we have a lot of fun with him, but always some great information. And you got to visit and and share some of the information that you picked up from his website. You know, you're going to have to get out on the trail sometime, Bobby.
5: I think I'm a vicar. uh, I ride vicariously. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh gosh well it's it's been a fun fun show today and we hope everybody's enjoyed that we've got a great show lined up next week for the Campfire Cafe who's going to be with us
5: oh my goodness we have such an exciting show plan, Campfire Cafe. We have Kristen Harris joining us, and I'm sure we'll be focused on her brand new CD, A Place to Land. We've been
0: waiting. Yeah, we've been waiting for this to come out, and uh, so we're looking forward to having Kristen back. She was with us just a few months ago, but we were talking about this new CD and said we just got to have her back when that thing has hit so it has hit and uh, we'll be sharing music from that so any final thoughts today miss bobby
5: well i like albert einstein and i like this quote you can't blame gravity for falling in love
0: that's pretty accurate (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty accurate oh gosh well you and jim have a great valentine day tomorrow and a great weekend and uh all of our listeners please enjoy your valentine day and be safe with the folks that you love and we'll see you next week for the campfire cafe starting at noon followed by saddle up america on the equestrian legacy radio network You can listen to all of our shows in the past and the new ones at equestrianlegacy.net. Right now, we're going to close out the show today with a great song from the Hot Texas Swing Band. It's one called Along the Navajo Trail. Thanks for listening today.
4: Every day along about evening When the sunlight's beginning to pale I ride through the slumbering shadows Along the Navajo trail And every night when crickets are calling And the coyotes are making a way I dream by the smoldering fire Along the Navajo Trail Well, I love to lie and listen to the music Of the winds from an a brush guitar While over yonder hill the moon is rising It always leaves me wishing on the star What do you know? It's morning already There's a dawn in so silvery pale. It's time to climb into my saddle And ride the Navajo train Let's ride right. To the music of the winds from a sagebrush guitar While over yonder hill the moon is rising It always leaves me wishing on the stars Well what do you know, it's morning already There's a dawning, so silvery pale It's time to climb into my saddle And ride the Navajo train And ride the Navajo train